my ninth year of sobriety around, you know, I was reading how it works because I used to lead workshops, one-step workshops in, in, around the world in a lot of places actually, but in San Francisco, a home base, and there was this, that, that sentence being convinced that self manifests various ways. I read it once again, but I saw it in a totally different light. I saw self as something foreign to me, completely foreign, like a parasite, like a G, like a failed GPS, like something I could actually take off. Yeah, and as soon as I saw it as not me, the the possibility of being free from it became available. And when it became available, it told me not in thirty years of narration, but like in a nanosecond that I had been trying to be free as a self, right? Not from a self. I was trying, I was caught in that statement in recovery, which is self can't get out of self. And I was living that whole experience. I had been trying to get out of self, but as a self, where the freedom is from, not as, or for, or through, yeah. It's a simple change, that's all it is. You see things anew, that's all. You're not looking from the self, you are now seeing the selfing. You're seeing that it's an activity and it can't reach any other higher level. It's an activity. It has to convince what is to, take, to believe it. That's all it does. So it's the thought system is really where the activity of the disease is. And if there's a, someone's trying to get in, we should, you know, so, You can see it, a thought. If I had your thought in my head, yeah, I would recognize it quite quickly. And I'd have wisdom where I have no wisdom at all when I, hear, I have the same thought and call it mine. Yeah, it's a magic trick. Yeah, we're the power and the thought system convinces us to lend our power to its little story. And then we come to believe that we're that. Just like in AA it says, in the forward, it said, we are 100 men and women who have seemingly recovered, no, have, who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Yeah. In other words, it's not hopeless, it's seemingly hopeless, and seemingly means it appears to be true or false to you. That's exactly what's happening all day. Everything is seemingly so. It's true. Everything is seemingly so. If you follow all the roads, they lead to Rome. You're there. You're, you as an activity are what is. Yeah. So, I saw it in this new light. I entertained what came after that possibility. And then what I call traveling light has stabilized for quite a long time now. And, you know, the proof is in the freaking pudding. If you get stabilized relief, you're on to something. And uh, really, that's that. So I truly believe, humbly, that it's the correct diagnosis. And if AA asks us, says, hey, you've got to get to the exact nature of the wrong, I believe the, the exact nature of the wrong is the act of being identified as a self. That's it. It's not obsession with self. It's the act of being identified as a self. So 
the idea of non-duality just extends from there. So if if you're not a self, yeah, which you're not, and then there is no self, that's the essence of non-duality. The whole essence of duality is based on you and other. If you take out the you, there ain't no other. Yeah. So basically, you arrive at where you've already started from, which is non-duality. Non-duality is a fact. It just says there's not two. And you get it through, let's say, this long trip through AA and addiction. But if you arrive and see that it's not obsession with self, like you're obsessing over you. No, there's an obsession. Yeah? There's an activity called selfing, but there is no self. If there was, it would have been said, they would have said in the book, bondage to self. So self would be like this chair, there would be me as another thing, and I'd be bound to this thing by something like a handcuff or drinking or using or whatever. I'd be bound to self, but it doesn't say bondage to self, it's bondage of self. It's an activity. We're bound by believing in activity. By believing, you know, here, put the word money here, relationships here, health here. Everyone, it would trigger a meaning, yeah, based on where you think you are. If you don't have any money, you may get a little hit. Ooh, money, money, relationship, health. Now, I'm going to change that word complete without changing any letter in it. My money. My health. Yes? That's us misdirected. Us misdirected. Us taken over seemingly by the mental state produces the mind. That's where the bondage is. Yeah? So now there's thoughts, thoughts, tons of thoughts, but now they're seen as my thoughts. So every thought that comes by is used to imply that you're the thinker. Yes, this is the act of being bound to self. The self is presented as the doer, the thinker, the cause, the end all, the be all, the little, little separate island and doing all this fucking shit that it has really nothing to do with. And the language completely supports the hypnosis. Because we're, we're, the language, especially English, other languages are a little cleaner. English is constantly in saying that we have a lot to do with a lot of shit we have nothing to do with. Mm. Really is. It's just, it's all about you as the doer, the thinker, the haver. You're listening to this all day. What is, it's going to be difficult to not fall under that spell? Of course you are. Yeah. And if, the, and it's the faith, really faith in the thought system that produces the ability for what's not happening to ruin your day and what's happening, which is a fucking miracle in a way. If you looked at it, making shit out of nothing is even more miraculous than bringing someone who was at least once alive back to life, you know? We're making shit out of nothing all fucking day. And I can make something out of next week and ruin my Saturday or whatever this day is Monday. That's incredible power because next Saturday can't ruin your day. Yeah? No Labrador is fucked up by next week. <laughs> it's, it's not happening. Yeah. 
No way next week should be able to have an effect. But if we, as what's happening, entertain it, we can use what's not happening to become what's happening. And what happens then? What's happening has to be dismissed or forgotten, and then you're fucked up. You're in mental, mental land. It makes up a mental year, which is chock full of yesterday, tomorrow, and you want to freaking get out of it. Yeah? But you can't get out of an imaginary year. And that's the addiction. You're hoping, I mean, every time I shot coke, I was trying to get out of me. Yeah. I figured if I brought it to the moment of death, maybe I'd get a little relief. But I wanted relief from Paul as Paul. <laughs> I wanted to be there to experience it. And that's not how it works. Yeah. And, if, you know, I swear, you know, I practice spirituality, but I mean... A lot of people have better resumes than me, spiritually, yeah? But one thing I did perfectly was drug addiction. <laughs> I would match my devotion to cocaine with every, any spiritual devotee in the history of spirituality written. written. Hanuman, the little monkey god, I'd be right up there. I, gave, I loved it. I did, gave my whole life to it. I took whatever I could from you and gave to it. I mean, I worshipped it. When I used to shoot goat, my girlfriend, people would come over, my girlfriend, he's, it's like a sacrament to me. It was like a fucking religion. And I was believing if I could just taught my mind enough to a certain point, it would snap, and then there would be peace, would reign supreme. I did, and I gave it a fucking 100% thing. And you know what? You cannot transcend an imaginary place. You'd have to be here, and the here would have to be real to get out of it, and it's not. We're dreaming, basically. If we're giving everything all the meaning it has, that's dreaming. If you're having a subjective experience today, in other words, you're at the same event as someone else's, but they're having a totally different experience, that's dreaming. If you can take a placebo and it works just as well as the $500 pill, that's fucking dreaming. I mean, what is it? Why can't we see it? Just because we think we know what a dream is, the one thing that happens at night, this is the awake dream. In the awake dream, you have a night dream. <laughs> if you're giving everything all the meaning it has, that's dreaming, isn't it? I don't know what else you could call it. If something was real, wouldn't it override what you make it by its reality? I mean, obviously. If something was real, it would be stubbornly real. Yeah. But nothing is real other than what's looking, what's seeing, what's hearing, what's feeling, what's tasting now. And it's not you. You are not seeing. Like a great master Hoang Po says, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. So we're all out of the game board. <laughs> You're not perceiving as the body. I'm not perceiving. Yeah. So for me, with recovery, it just, it just led me back to priorness, really. Yeah. And I thought it was being welcomed really well, and I just destroyed my career in AA. My circus speaker <laughs> career was ended. And, you know, it was unbelievable. Characterized as non-self Paul, Buddha Paul, fourth step Paul. <laughs> 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 
See, I have a story I used to tell, the poopa scoopa story, when I did these workshops as a way of trying to explain it. I don't know what. So I'm going to share it with you. It's one of my favorites from the old days. So it's a guy who has a really beautiful house and a great lawn in the back. Beautiful lawn. He has like, he, he rents it out for weddings and he plays like lawn bowling and he loves to jump off his porch with no shoes on in the morning, do and run around and do little angel wings and just loves it. And so one day he wakes up, has his coffee, goes outside, jumps off the porch and lands in some shit, you know? So he's got to go, what? And so he's steps back on the porch and he starts seeing like there's a smell going on like shit you know so then first of all this first toler it's first adapting to the new situation he's got to wear shoes so he starts walking around there's shit all over the, lo the lawn and he has a big wedding this weekend he has to cancel that and stuff like that he doesn't know how to get rid of all this shit so he starts calling his friends and he's bitching about it and some of his friends have the same problem there's a lot of shit. I just can't get it up fast enough. It's unbelievable. So they start having meetings and they're, they're talking about all the shit and what to do. And then he comes up with a good idea. Hey, I'm going to get a pooper scooper. And if I get really good and maybe get two of them, I can pick up enough shit fast enough that for a couple hours, I'll have a two by six feet piece of pristine lawn. You know? And so he can, people hear about him and they start... They start listening to him like he's, you know, he's an authority. And then he starts making his own autograph models and he starts selling pooper scoopers. He becomes a circuit speaker and he's going around how to quick up, pick up shit as fast as possible, you know what I mean? And he's like a big star in this little world. And so a guy comes in and says, hey, you need a, you want a solution? He says, I found the solution, you know, I'm a master of the solution. I've got a speaking engagement. I got books out and, or, you know, I got a whole garage full of pooper scoopers. And the guy starts walking and I says, well, just find the dog, you know. <laughs> That's really the answer. But if you take yourself to be the dog, that's the last fucking answer you want to find. And so he thought he had an answer. So he had the leather jacket with his name on it, the pooper scoopers, <laughs> everything like that. <laughs> this is the dilemma. You cannot get rid of you as you. You need to see it as foreign. If you don't see the parasite as foreign, you'll never be able to entertain being free of it. You'll just try to make do with the situation because you just don't know any better. Because when you're in the act of being identified, you have no idea you're in the act of being identified. You've got to hear it from outside or a download or something, or maybe a traumatic event, but it's not going to be easily available. Yeah? Because the movement of selfing is so fast, whatever it comes in contact with, AA or anything, it arises and claims to be the one who's in contact with it. So that same voice that was going on when you were using is the same voice that's speaking to you right now. You not drinking hasn't stopped that voice. The selfing, the real, the original addiction, which is the mental state's addiction to this idea of self, <clears throat> is prior to alcoholism. It will thrive without alcoholism. It will thrive with recovery from alcoholism. Yeah. It will go on hunts for the problem. It will believe it's getting the solution. It will. 
So if you see it, <coughs> you won't be looking from it. If you're looking from it, you'll never see it. It's just that simple, truly. The solution is prior to the problem. Your own nature is what you're looking for, but you're trying to find it from the false reference. So what's happening with most of us, I'm just going to say, at least let's say for me, many years is, I didn't know there was a false reference that I was taking myself to be. So when, when I was looking for the truth, so there I was, I was looking for the truth from the false reference instead of seeing the false reference from the truth. That's basically what was going on. Yeah, that's the that's the fundamental fix of non-duality. It just you see, there's no point in looking for what you are if you're looking from what you're not. So let's turn the looking, the seeing, on what you're not. Yeah, and see what happens. So instead of studying what you are and trying to understand what you are and trying to experience what you are, you're going to try to understand what you're not, try to study what you're not, right? Because you're always experiencing what you're not. What you are is not an experience. There would be, have to be someone else to have it, which there isn't. So you're more way before experience, yeah? So the whole mistake is Many of us start from the false reference, believing that's the square zero of the game. And then from there, all the sense of the rest squares comes from that square zero, but it's not square zero, you're off, it's square four. That's all. So now, what we're spending a lot of time doing is looking for a conceptual idea of what we are from what we're not instead of really just switching the vision to what you're not, and I bet you, you won't look for what you are ever again. Because you'll see the complete absurdity in it. I mean, completely, yeah? You will not spend another moment looking for what can't be found. Yeah. You'll lose interest in all the shit that you were interested in, in a sense. It could be, I don't know what will happen with you, you know, but with me, I lost all the interest in the need to be liberated. I didn't give a shit about it. And in a way, if the people think this is a spiritual meeting, I would feel like it's been misrepresented. I don't have a spiritual bone in my body. Tired to I don't give a shit if you can sit for 14 hours. I really don't. I don't care because I know you're not going anywhere. You can't transcend an imaginary place. It's just that simple. And really, the way to get out, in a sense, is by not, uh, is by being in, you know, in a weird way. Because you can't escape from an imaginary place. You can't get out of what you're not in. It's impossible. And I'd say that's the fundamental misperception. Yeah? We're looking at things from a false reference. So, if you look at something from this thing, it's going to look different than if you see it from this. And if you ever had the horse in front of the cart, you wouldn't need any great anyone to tell you the horse is in front of the cart. You would know in your gut. Yeah? 
and you would start having a sense of contentment and ease and comfort in your own skin now, not hoping you'll have it in the future by doing some heroic activity. Yeah. You'll just, that would seem to be an infrequent opportunity to arrive at a mystical goal will be the norm. You'll be what you are now, what, it will always be available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary to meet it, because you're before meeting it, you are it. You cannot, we are only relegated to one possibility concerning this topic, and that's being it. That's it. You can't, that's all. And you can deny it, it doesn't change the fact. You can act as if you're not awake, it doesn't change the fact you're awake. Look at the demonstration. The closest you can get to any sense of awareness here is conscious contact, yeah? There's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and there's no volition in it at all. Could you imagine if you were really doing seeing, you'd be fucking exhausted by 8.30. <laughs> it would be such an incredible fucking effort to see. It would be mind-boggling. You think going upstairs, I mean, to see, <laughs> to see something, to hear, you know, to, to hear, not, you'd not, you'd have, not even point, just lap, you know, you don't even have to point it like a gun, all right, I'm going to hear. You know, you're hearing, you're seeing, you're feeling, you're tasting, you're touching, all day, has shows no volition and no thought of effort. You're not sweating. Oh, fuck. It's, this last hour of seeing has been very arduous. It's pouring you up. Pouring you up. No. Being doesn't demonstrate any thought and effort. Why would you think thought and effort's going to get you there? Well, else don't see it, you know. <laughs> I really don't. Now, if you really want enlightenment, bless you. Go ahead. My enlightenment is no need for enlightenment. <laughs> it's just simple. I mean, I'm very, yeah. it just seems like a weird business plan. You know, like if it was a furniture store and it said, you have to wait for lifetimes to get the couch, you would fucking never <laughs> cancel your fucking order. But the business of spirituality will have you hanging for fucking thousands. <laughs> You just wait. It just gets, it keeps getting pushed. And how are you going to purify a big poopa, the body? You know what I mean? Shit. It's, shit's moving through it all day. I mean, when is, who, who's going to tell you when it's purified enough? I just think the whole head plays God about God and everything else. I do. I mean, if a dead master showed up, the one you loved, and told you right now that you'd never had to do another thing, you'd probably be really super excited, and an hour later you'd be doing something. <laughs> you won't. You don't believe him. <coughs> Basically, you don't believe him or her. You believe you. And that you has been compromised. It's been hijacked. Something's got the megaphone, and it's talking to us as us. Yeah. And it's misdirecting our attention and interest, not ours, but the attention and interest, into what? Into fantasy land. What's not happening? Yeah. We had a guy who was funny. 
there's a statement in, there's a great story by Ramana, and it's an old story from India, about the lady with the necklace. So the lady has a beautiful necklace, yeah? And then she loses it. And then so she gets really bummed out, so she's asking all her friends to help the, her to find the necklace, yeah? And so they start doing it, and they can't seem to find it, so then they, they tell her, but we've heard that there's a person who has found the necklace in their lives, and maybe if you go and see them talk, maybe they'll be able to lead you to finding the necklace. Now, in the story, the necklace has never gone anywhere. She just thinks she's lost the necklace. Yeah, the necklace is still exactly where it is, but she's totally bummed out, has a huge story, has all these people, and she's paying tons of money to try to learn how to find the necklace that she's never lost. And then one day someone says, hey, listen, just feel your neck. And she feels the neck. And instead of going, oh, she goes, I found the necklace, as if it was lost. But it was never lost. But now she has joy, and when she believes she lost it, she was bummed out. What's that but dreaming? If you could be bummed out about losing something that you can't lose, that's dreaming. If you could have joy about finding something that was never lost, that's dreaming. So Ramana says, it's always realized. That which is, is always realized. We do not come to a realization. The realization leads you to the obviousness that it's always realized. It's the being convinced. It's a present tense activity. And while this activity is always available at all times, the narration is being often. Yeah? The head is going, come over here, because it's all about you. <laughs> it's all about you. And then we listen to it out of habit or whatever, and therefore, the faith in the thought system allows it to produce effects out of what's not happening, and it can ruin your freaking day. That's simple. So what happens? Okay, like with me. Let's say I thought I was pretty good about getting in the moment, yeah? And I read those books about how to get into the moment. And then I got the advanced copy of how to really get into the moment. I was like, really, really how to get into the moment. And, uh, but in fact, what I realized was you can't be out of the moment. It's impossible to be out of the moment. So all the effort that would take me to get seemingly in the moment, only based on the fact that if I don't do the effort, I'll be out of the moment, right? was totally blown out of the water because it's impossible to be out of the moment. And in, in the other way, we're trying to get out of self, but we're not in self. The biggest being in self is trying to get out of it. Because we're reality. So let's say we want to get out of something. That something is being given reality by reality. So now we want to get out of it, and the fact is we can't get out of it because we're really not in it. <laughs> That's the only thing. But when you're failing to get out of it, self-centeredness will keep putting on the failure to you. So you're thinking, I gotta do more, and I do more. And all the, all, all the trying to get out of it is actually being in self. 
can't be out of a moment, yeah, and you can't be in self. We have it the other way around. We're trying to get out of what we can't be out of. We're trying to get into what we can't be out of. We're trying to get out of what we can't be in. This is just a simple correction. That's all it is. It's sort of like if you have all the momentum and you're just going, it's just being misdirected. All it needs is like this. You got all the thing. It just needs to be That's all. Just like the same event is, you're either looking for what you are from what you're not, or seeing what you're not from what you are. It's the exact same. Exactly. It's a, it's a switcheroos, yeah? It's where the interest or where the percentage lies. If 51% is on the scene, you will see what you're not. If 51% of the attention interest is on the looking for, you'll be blind to what's seen. Completely. Yeah, that's it. It's all like a giant magic trick, really. It uses time. Watch it, just see it. You don't need years of it. See a little snippet of, of the mental stream. It reveals everything. Yeah, it's all it does is duplicate degree sizes and change nouns, but it's the same, same, constantly. Usually it is, I'm afraid of, blah. You know, there's usually a fear is in the basis of it. I'm afraid I'm not going to get what I want or lose what I have, like we say in AA. The whole thing is based on that. And then in AA, they go, beautiful. The, the co-founder says this. He says, why, why are you in so much fear today? It's an incredible statement. And, they, and he doesn't let us answer, or the book would have been about 4,000 pages. It's just, he goes, isn't it because, this is it, this is the whole diagnosis of AA, isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? So people believe fear is a cause, but what's causing fear is self-reliance. And what would be a high form of self-reliance being identified as fucking self? You couldn't have a higher form. You couldn't rely on someone so much that you, be, you became identified as that would be that's like those movies with the fucking the, the stalker and then they start dressing like the person, killing their boyfriends and trying to turn into them. We're beyond that. That's where we're starting from. We're so beyond obsessions. It's claiming to, to be the one who has the obsessions. We're in a deep identification as self. So it says, isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? So whatever fear it is, yeah, all the particulars that you want to maybe get a forensic unit out to check out, basically the, the, the one clue in all the scene crimes, the crime scenes is this, self-reliance on self. Why would you waste any time going at fear after that? Why would I want to become a master manager of fear, only to have more fear? I'd like to go to the root, and if there's relief at the root, the fucking leaves can't flourish. So self-reliance has failed us. Where, is, where am I demonstrating reliance on self? Listening to the freaking thought system. How else do you get the marching orders of alcoholism but through the thought system? And you know, alcoholism has its own idea of surrender, which is fuck it. It wants to lead you to fuck it. So you'll go fuck it, and then you're apt to do anything. Have another drink, or do this, or do that. 
Most people, it, it doesn't happen usually in a second. It works on you. Yeah. Doesn't it sound like it's, it's talking to someone in there? I mean, the whole charade is presenting to an audience. We're the audience. It needs us to go comply with it. And then what's not happening suddenly becomes what's happening. Yeah. I've seen it, the whole thing, alcoholism. I saw it. I don't know why, from head to toe. And all it is is an extension of the original addiction, which is self. Actually, it's attempt. It's what happens when a solution to the original problem doesn't work. That's what alcoholism is. Alcoholism, in a sense, is what happens when a solution turns into a massive problem. Because I drank to get relief from self. I used to get relief from self. It didn't fucking work, and then it made its own monster. It actually reinforced self and created a Frankenstein out of it. And then another answer, another addiction, another addiction, another addiction. It goes on and on and on and on. So if you see recovery, in the beginning they go, hey, you can't think yourself into right action. So it has all to do with the action figure, yeah? But it doesn't stay there. It goes to some levels that where it gets to on page 84 where it says, you know, you will cease fighting everyone and anything. That's not an order. They're not saying you're gonna cease fighting. It's a result, yeah? And the result is observable, and it's you cease fighting everyone and everything. You find yourself suddenly put in a position of neutrality, yeah? You're placed in a position of neutrality. In other words, you couldn't even find neutrality if you fucking looked all your life. You're placed in there without any thought or effort on your part, yeah? You'll hit a point where the problem will not exist for you anymore. Basically, you've been reborn. Or let's say unmentally born. Yeah, that's not taught. That that's not a self-help program. That's fucking grace in action. That's something mind retrieving itself through grace. Mind retrieving mind through grace. Yeah. That's what I love about AA. Because everything written in that book concerning the problem and the solution, I have intimacy with. And I see the possibilities are monumental in AA. And I talk with a lot of spiritual groups. And AA is something else, man. There is definitely a grace in AA, in recovery, if you're open to it. And if you honor it when it demonstrates. So that's what happened with me. I was struck sober. Something intervened and put an end to the fucking craziness. <clears throat> and I've been clean sober for 30 years now. And the problem doesn't exist for me. I never have a thought about it or a feeling about drinking or using. Ever. Maybe I will tomorrow, but I haven't. And I tell you something. When I had strong urges, I followed them. I don't have any strong urges. It was beautiful. I mean, the root was taken out of the problem for me. I don't know how people do it who keep struggling and keep wanting to use, because I would have probably done it right away. So something has demonstrated it can do for me what I can't do for myself. What, how, what is my appropriate response to that? In, enlarge the circle of what I can't do for myself. Why would I want to 
closet that principle in just a little bit of my life. Let it be in all my life. Yeah. So, and then it sort of led to non-duality, which was before the whole thing anyway. And I just see non-duality as a fact. That's all. It's just not two. And it's a negation of the assumed fact of two. That's all. Yeah. Something that isn't so can be negated. Something that is so is going to be very hard to negate. You'd have to work really fucking hard to negate it, and you could only do it in time, and it could only reach a level of seemingly so. You would have to convince that which is real to take itself to be something else. Yeah? But that which isn't is can easily negatable. You can see it. Once you say it's not that, you'll start seeing all the evidence that proves it's not that. Yeah? Non-duality does not pivot and start telling us what is. It just tells us what ain't. Because we'll find out what is. Because we are what we're looking for. You're going to find out about the topic of what you are being what you are. Not studying it, but trying to experience it and know it. Being it. You will know the tree by its fruits. You know, a good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bring bad good fruit. You'll see it. You'll see the source, and the source will verify it by itself. You are an expression. You are a possibility. You're like the end of the line. You're not a cause. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's how uh, I didn't get into the AA, because to me, this is the essence of it. Yeah, the steps are there to sort of take the shit away that's obscuring this idea. Yeah, and you can get the effects of it without thinking, it, not seeing it as self or non-self. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. That's one thing I want to leave. I've been putting it out in AA for years now, and it's. I know it's going to stick. And uh, I'm persistent. <laughs> yeah, and just want to leave it in there as a possibility. Because I know a lot of people in recovery, they hit a certain time, 11 or 12 years, then they start thinking, there's something I need that's not available so much. I'd like to make those things available in AA, yeah, instead of having to go outside. Nothing wrong with that, but some people go out. And they attempt, and then the mental state uses the next thing they get introduced to to deny the, the AA. Yeah. So it's like if someone had diabetes, woke up, would they stop taking insulin? Yeah. If some someone with diabetes had a huge awakening, would they stop taking insulin? Probably not, because that's the body. That's the realm of the body. I know a lot of Buddhists who are drunk. Yeah. The body, the brain has alcoholism. And because we're believing it all, it seems to have us. But with the us that we are is prior to the addictions. So did you just lose interest in what was prior? No, I lost interest in what's after. <laughs> Yeah, and the losing of interest in what's after is the interest in what's prior. See, there's no thing to be interested in what's prior. It's more like a sense. It's almost what I, I feel 
what people call presence is just un undirected attention and interest, really. In other words, it's not enslaved for the constant re-identification, re-assumption, reinforcing of the selfing, yeah? So now it can just rest in its own nature, which is empty and no thing and stuff like that. And I have plenty of interest to deal with the day, yeah, and attention. But see now, in the mental state, the attention and interest has been wedded to yesterday and tomorrow, yeah? So you don't even feel like you're alive now which causes you to do a lot of other behaviors, yeah? What we're looking for is us in our own lives. Yeah. My feeling. So no, I don't, have, I don't have any interest in the pride either. You don't need that interest in it. It's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's not obviously prior, we're just using it as an image. There's nothing prior or after. It just is what it is. And I mean, it's obvious we're all seeing, you know, yeah, with no thought or effort. So really, we're not doing seeing, we're being seen. We're being it. Yeah. That's what it's like with our nature. We're being it. We're not. The doing and having comes in, in, to the machinery of this, yeah? And you just can't do yourself and have yourself into being. It's, it's impossible. You can do yourself into more doing and have yourself into more having, but you can't do yourself into being. It doesn't go that way. I just believe we've been misdirected from the reference point. And let's say if there was a yearning for peace, yeah, and then the then it gets moved through the identification as self. So now you're searching for peace as self. Yeah, that's going to go on for fucking ever because now you're looking for peace from the source of agitation. What's going to happen when agitation needs peace? It's going to get agitated over peace. So let's say you feel like you have peace right now, but you're in the world of time. So the head says, well, but will I be having peace tomorrow? That's not peace. Yeah. I've this experience today where I saw that self-awareness is a bit like a pooper scooper. So you have this awareness of your self, but you're, you're having it with yourself. So, and, and you just keep, and just, that's like a kind of continual going around in circles, it's not seeing it from, it's not being prior, is it? Well, the thing is, if you want it, you know, the main movement of selfing is the claim, yeah? So, when conscious contact brings it up against something, it claims it. It uses what it claims to imply itself. In other words, it uses things as like a mirror, yeah? So a thought is a thought, but after being claimed, it's my thought. It's seen in a different way. And the meaning of the thought, the thought is like a carrier. The meaning is from the mind. It's not from the thought. The thought delivers it, but it's not the thought that produced it. The mind, yeah? The mind gives it the meaning. It's sort of like if you had a computer and it was like, you had the I me <laughs> instead of the I cloud. 
And so every time something happens and you claim to be happening to you, you hit the, 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 the key Paul and downloads would occur. Concepts and ideas about that topic. I had it when I was young with a, I met a guru when I was 19 and never been introduced to spirituality this life. Yeah. I had no idea of it. I met this world of meditation with a guru, and suddenly I had millions of ideas about what the guru should be like, what I should be like, what a devotee should be like. Where the fuck? They didn't come from experience. They were just waiting in that iCloud, and as soon as I triggered it by saying, oh, I'm in this spiritual practice, bam, tons of fucking ideas came in. And those concepts gave meaning to what was happening and fucking neutered the whole event. And this is what's happening all day. And how can you bypass that key if you're the key? Yeah. There's gotta be something seen that will sort of short circuit that connection. And it's the mind. So if a thought is seen and it doesn't get acclaimed and turn into my thought, there's a lot different relationship with that thought than with my thought. It's just like if you were in a park and 30 kids were playing, and yet, and where would your attention go? To your kids, yeah. So if two of them were your kids, you'd be looking at your kids. The your, yeah. They're all kids, but look, same, same, yeah. You could be driven crazy by a thought right now, and I wouldn't, wouldn't have any effect on me. But that same thought, if held as mine, had the ability to affect me. It's not the thought, it's not the feelings, it's this mind. The mind is, is us misdirected. What could fool reality other than reality? Nothing else, how could an illusion fulfill Full reality. It would see everything as it is, which is false. But when false evidence appears real, it has to appear to real to what's real. That's us. We don't even know it. We're making mountains out of molehills all fucking day, and with nobody, you know, we're not even investigating it. My friend, we had a meeting. It was just a perfect necklace story. My friend had, we had a meeting, we have a meeting every Saturday we're at a, at a church. And then we go to this place, Chibos, in another town for coffee. So my friend was at the meeting, and then we go to Chibos, yeah? So then after Chibos, we're still there, but he leaves, and he has someone drive him back to the church. He gets there, and he's got this old beater truck. He gets there, and the, the truck isn't there. So immediately, he's lost the truck. And immediately he thinks someone stole the truck. All this shit starts to happen. They call us up, he's fucking having a total breakdown. Someone stole my truck. And he says, let me talk to what's his name. And I give it to his friend. And John says, you know, you drove your truck into the neighborhood of the cafe. You saw, you saw me come by, right? And then you got in my car with me. So you never lost your fucking truck. No one stole your truck. It was parked in Sausalito. The whole time, yeah. This is this is what happens all day, isn't it? It happens all freaking day. Yeah, that's my point. Man. That, that happens all the time. And you see this. You see how you're making this shit up, but you carry on making this shit up. It doesn't matter. The shit's gonna be made up, but your <laughs> your interest in it is what moves. 
Yeah. You're not, it's, this is like blood circulation. It's not going to change. Yeah. It may change a little bit and there'll be less oomph in it, but it's still going to present the story of you. What it does, it presents a story of you, of you, and then there's an identification, then it becomes seemingly you, and then there's a coronation and it's called me. And you're really up the ass of the dead. Yeah, because now you're totally, no one can, I remember when I came in AA, I swear, I had like a fucking M&M shell of terminal uniqueness. I was just like, no one can understand me. I still have it now. The action figure. No one can think, no one thinks like I do, no one feels like I do. No one. And so, and then I'm sitting in these rooms, not this room, but in AA, where people share, and they share their feelings and their thirds, thoughts and their experience, what the, and their reactions to life. And after about three months, I could only come to two conclusions. How did these people get my thoughts? Yeah. Or they're not my thoughts? Because they sounded quite similar to my thoughts. Yeah. So because we have a stock version of, of self-centeredness with a little uh, a fiction of alcoholism, so we think completely alike and we feel alike and we do fucking crazy things like everyone else does. Yeah. So, but the stubbornness of the identification, you'll hear this, and even people will be in the room going, I can't believe how everyone thinks like me, how everyone feels like me. And I go, yes, what does that imply? And then they get right, and they, oh, they go back into individuality. Even with all the evidence that you're just a run-of-a-mill fucking addict. Yeah? You think well, like... You know, I was just thinking about what um, comes before the, the mind, because that was legendary. And I was looking at kids, and if you look at uh, children, they sort of a, they want to feel pleasure in their body. So they rather take the, the sweets, tons of sweets, than rather the, the good food. And as they grow up, you look at other people enjoying themselves and they're drinking. So I'd rather have a, a few drinks and feel good. So the body itself gets addicted. And that, and so out of the body. Well, the addiction has, is played out through the body. Yeah, but the, the, um, the, 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 the momentum comes through this body, I mean, and, and so you get the mind, the mind develops through, through the, um, the body. I mean, I know now, I'm getting old, I'm here, I, I, no matter how much your logic tells me, and it's great logic, I still, the body's saying, oh, I can't stand this. And that is the body. But see, the body is an appearance. See, right now, this, let's say here, there's a wall here. Yeah, obviously. I'm going to, let's say I remove this wall. Do I have to call the factory of space and get it rushed in before you see the void? And take, you know, because obviously this, I have to get the exact same size of space and put it where the wall is. The wall is appearing in space. It's not taking up any space. Yeah. If you remove this right now, it's the space is, it's not, the space hasn't been moved over, literally. It, it doesn't rush in. You don't hear a swoosh when it rushes in. This is an appearance in it, yes? So mind, big mind is like space. Everything is appearing in it. This I could leave right now. Let's say here. 
you wouldn't have to get much. There's not much you know, space taken up. But if I, I'm just like the wall, I'm appearing in space, or I'm an appearance in space, yeah? There's really no, there seems to be demarcations and boundaries on this level, but if you got to another level of seeing it, the molecules and atoms are just running everywhere, nothing's happening, yes? This whole like, so basically, body is an appearance in space. The mental state, it's its greatest ally is the body that proves separation. The whole self-centeredness is based on separation. Yeah, but the body wants pleasure. The body no doesn't want pleasure. Really, the body at, is inanimate. But look at a kid giving broccoli. But I've seen it. Babies spit it out. Give them a sweet. They love it. But the body isn't um, it. The body is the animation of the body. That same body, if you saw it and there was no animation, it wouldn't want sweets or fucking broccoli. All of that would have gone out. It's that. It's the animation. That's giving life to the body. The body is non-existent. It doesn't exist in and of itself. The eye is not seeing. The eye facilitates seeing. You could take, if I died and nothing happened to this part of me, and uh, that eye would never fucking see anything again, but if you took it out and put it in a live body, it would facilitate seeing. Yeah? It's not the eye that's seeing, and it's not the body. The body is a symbol the mental state relies upon to reinforce its story of separation. As Ramana Maharshi says, the body is appearing in mind or space. Yes, it's an appearance. Temporary. Very temporary. Paul, yeah. where is the, the parasite coming from? And like, where is the dog? Well, the, see, to me, it's a mental parasite. There's, and so there's no parasite that you can see. Yeah, I'm using the parasite as an image to see it as other. Yeah, and the dog is that is the love of that idea of self. Yeah, and it doesn't have a purpose. No, I guess we think it does, but I don't know. I just think it's happening. I have no idea what I think. My feeling of this place is that it's dreaming, and in a, in a weird way. This is sort of like an amusement park that may not seem so amusing. <laughs> and at one point, before you became seemingly you, you bought the ticket to come here. And you wanted the best fucking ride. And the best ride, for it to be the best ride, you'd have to completely forget what you are by taking yourself to be the ride. Yeah, see, you think you're in a dream. This is the ride. You're not on a ride, you're the ride. <laughs> this is the ride. And part of the ride is, I don't want to be fucking on the ride anymore. It's so fucking vivid and good. And now suddenly, because you paid for, let's say, 90 years, which is maybe eight minutes in another way, you paid for that ride, it has you, when you have a huge desire to get out of it, you're going to try to get out of the ride as the ride. And so therefore, it's more of the ride, yeah? That's how I see it, truly. I feel it's something like that. Yeah. You're getting your money's worth, aren't you? Fuck <laughs> me too, yes. <laughs> and a lot of us want to get out a lot of the time. It's sort of like a kid, you know, you're locked into the roller coaster. They will let you out. This identification of self locks you in. 
because you try to get off the ride as the ride, which is part of the ride. Yeah. But this, this, uh, this uh, identification with self is identification with the body that you're talking about. Yeah. Well, in a way, so most of the body. No, no, no. The, the body verifies it. It's really the uh, the identification is as the doer, the thinker, much okay. more a much more non-thingness. But it 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 stamps that onto the body and verifies. It verifies the claiming of the action to apply the actor, and it needs this to verify it. Okay, yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah. And I get that we're not the actors, we're not doers, but then you're saying that we, what, we, we're non existent? No, the body is non existent. I get that. Yes. What's prior to the, look, not prior, let's say, what's the real. Would you call the animator, as you call it? Well, you are that. Would you say the soul? Or you, you are that. The only possibility, you can't hear about it, you can only find out by being it. And how do you seem to find out by being it? By realizing what you're not. <coughs> so there's no way I can say what it is, yeah, because it, it's not definable. You can't capture it. I don't have a Kodak of it, yeah. It's just, it's the best attitude about it is I don't know, really. Yeah. So that you're relegated to finding out. Just like in AA, when they have the, the third step, which is you're turning all the over the care of a higher power of your own understanding. Now, after a few years, that changed for me, which is I've turned my will and my life, and I'm turning my will and my life over to the care of a higher power of its own understanding. Mm. That works for me, because it's revelatory. I don't want my understanding the of the power. Wait, it's like a fucking very small frame. I'd rather have its understanding of itself and then have it download and find out. Yes. And humbly, I just, I, we're it, you know. We can't come to that, so we make it a, we give it a name of a higher power or this or that, or we, uh, we ask for the help of a Holy Spirit to direct us, but it's us, you know. We're, we're a reality, like it or not. Not as this, I mean, as what we are, yeah. Any point of meditating, step if it means something to you, yes, definitely. Nothing right or wrong with it. It's good for blood pressure. <laughs> Probably good for your nerves. Good for your digestion. You'll have your own way, really, basically. See, I found, as this action figure, I'm best directed than be directing, yeah. I'm best led than to lead, yeah. I've realized I'm not managerial quality, yeah. Uh, recovery to me, you don't change in recovery, you, you submit yourself to be changed. That's what happens. You submit yourself to be changed, and it does. And what change is, I know how to change my feelings in a second, but what AA allows to happen is it's, it directs, it's directed change is growth, yeah? So in a sense, we call it, you'll grow to the sunlight of the spirit. It's directed change. 
And so it's because it's wisely directed, it's growth. And so the action figure becomes more useful to itself and others. And the action figure has its crescendos also, which to me is surrender. It's a, the highest the action figure can go. Compassion, be willing to be used, you know. It has its qualities that it can reach. It's certain levels, yeah. It's limited, but that's, it's like a, it's a, it's like a flute with seven holes. It's not going to have nine holes, but it can. Have, who's playing the flute's going to make the music, yeah. And to me, and I really believe it's all grace ultimately. Ultimately, definitely, because. And AA's attitude is, you know, uh, this and that's going to happen to you, not so that you can get a house in Malibu, but may, but that you'll be a better service to other people, basically. That's the whole view of AA, is to become a maximum use to others. It's not for you to get great or anything. That may be a byproduct, but you're meant to be used. And the feeling of being used in a certain way, or in those ways, is healthy for the action figure. The action figure has its agenda. And I find uh, the greatest gift to the action figure is when the sentence that it's been living under as of being the center of the universe is removed. Yeah? When you're thinking you're this, the thought system is just fucking... It's like, you know, if you had a magnifying glass, and each thought was like a ray of sun, you're incinerated because the fucking, you're all that you think about most of the day. Even if you have kids, they don't even come close to the amount of the thinking that you're receiving as this thing. And to me, it just mutates it completely. So when you see that you're not that, or at least start entertaining it, at least some of the light gets dispersed. Yeah? And that to me is really. This to me is more about relaxed awareness, not concentrated focus. And I don't, so humbly, I don't believe, how can mind, mind be mindful? You know, it's as mindful as it can ever be. Yeah, you may want to become mindful with the brain as the action figure, but mind, mind, what's, what's more mindful than mind? <laughs> I mean, it's mind, meaning bigger, you know? Not little mind. I don't even call it little mind. I call it mental processes. I don't believe we have a mind. I believe there's a brain, yes, that has mental processes, which is enlivened by consciousness. That's what I think. So I don't give it even a call to be a conventional mind. I just see them as mental processes, yeah? Basically, and they have, they've been put to a use, which is, they're always reinforcing the act of being identified as self. When you remember yourself, you see yourself as a body. When you think about yourself, you think about yourself as a body. When you perceive things here, you perceive things. Yeah? Reliance on those processes obviously can be quite convincing that you're something. But it seems from what you said that the only way that that. Stopped happening is through grace. Well, but the point is, if you have an understanding of what you're not, let's say, yeah, but I don't mean it doesn't mean not doing anything. Yeah. 
Because I also see that we're the dreaming of the dreaming, yeah? And in a way, we can participate, and in a way, we're going to dream ourselves out of the dream. And I believe if you have a, an understanding of what you're not, whatever that is, yeah? I mean, Ramana said, you could do all this, whatever, entertaining, and then there's a point where it ends and the grace takes it the rest of the way, yeah? I, be, I do believe that you can at least entertain, your mind has the ability to entertain now, and given new ideas that promote new possibilities, yeah, that don't necessarily have to conform to the old system, but actually stand a part of the old system, where suddenly your interest and attention, instead of wedded to that self-centeredness, can go to other possibilities and other ideas that are much more fruitful and expansive. I believe that's an activity that's happening, yeah. So there is that grace, but that's also grace, yeah. I really believe it needs, it's just everything's misdirected here and non-duality is attempting to correct the misdirection. Not by giving you a new direction, just by falsifying <coughs> the old direction. By saying not to. You know, it's just not that. It doesn't say, all right, that's that. No, it's not that. Because you're that's that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much for all the talks you do. Because <coughs> I've listened to them and feel a lot lighter as a result and don't really do much of anything else anymore. Good. Um, a couple of sort of observations, really. But firstly, I'm not in recovery, although I know people have, haven't. Yeah. It's been really interesting to me. I sometimes listen to a really long talks actually on the 12 steps yeah. in depth in a way I hadn't realised before in all the description of them. And I actually think it applies to, my personal opinion is it applies to everyone, but there's probably just a sort of extra layer of me on, on top. Yeah. But actually, I've been able to follow them more kind of thoroughly, but actually that really that's the thing, particularly just giving it over as a, it, to the extent you can. I understand that you can't completely, but <coughs> to a point you can by even recognising well, not, yeah, seeing... You know, you could sort yes. of not properly for the reason you yes. know, but actually applying that in other things. So that was kind of one thing. So actually I think it's everyone could learn from AA and possibly follow. But the second thing was I was interested because you mentioned the Enneagram sometimes. And before, in a way, um, what you're saying, I found that probably the most useful thing, probably, because there's a structure, it resonates in the way what, what you say resonates. Yeah. The Enneagram resonates with something that's actually a sort of fact, like we were split into nine personality types, then there's maybe alcoholism on top, does that make sense? Yes. There was something about it, not least, because when I first went in a way to meeting, but the reaction you had in AA, like, oh my God, how did these people get my thoughts? You know, you see that in the Enneagram, you just think, like, this is just a nightmare, this is just my whole personality. Yeah. Kind of yeah. one problem after another creative and you're not that. tendencies. And the thing that it misses out is often the final vital two steps, actually, the vital one at the end, which is and you're not that, rather than oh my god, I am this, so now how do I get out of it? All this yeah. these kind of tick boxes. But B is giving it up, because it doesn't mention that. If you look at each Enneagram number, it has kind of tried to do more of this. You know, there's a kind of prescription. 
Oh yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In the fence. Anyway, See, the thing is, with that kind of stuff, I did an Enneagram yeah. weekend once, and then at the break, everyone was going, I'm a five, I'm yeah. a seven, I'm a seven with a sexual six, whatever, but you're not. Yeah. That's the whole point. It's like the Ford hearing that it's a Ford. Yes, yes. Well, that says that, but not enough. I mean, it needs to be put out there. Same thing with spirituality. Yeah. They don't, in a sense, you can talk about all these beautiful things, but it's how you're hearing it is the dominant influence. Yeah? You can talk about the most, it's indescribable, but the clearest indescribable descriptions of what you are, and it won't go anywhere because it's being claimed by what you're not. It just neuters it like that. It's like someone coming up to you has a perfect description. Look at this, and it just... The system will just neuter it. It's like a clone, yeah? Here's that it's a clone. It would be pretty direct, yeah? But what happens is the clone has human programming. So when it hears this incredible description of what it is, a clone, it hears it as a human, and it's not happy about being a clone because it's a human. But it ain't. It's a clone, yeah? The clone hearing it's a clone, oh, fuck, all right, I have a clone life far out. What's the problem with that? Yeah. But the thing is, the, the claiming arises, the programming, and claims the message you're a clone and turns it into, fuck, I thought I'm a Red Sox fan. I love, you know, no more meaning in life, whatever. See, this is what happens. You hear the message, you're a lion, but you hear it with sheep ears. So it turns into, I can become like a lion. That's not the message. And there's not enough ear doctors and satsangs. You should have an ear doctor. You need to hear that there's something's happening. Why isn't it that it's, if you're the Buddha and you hear, hey Buddha, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. That's not gonna take 30 years to get through. It would be like, the Buddha would recognize, oh, that's what I've been doing this whole time, and I can't use the Buddha to find itself, so boop, it would end. But see, the message is heard by Steve, the Buddha, a.k.a. Steve, and Steve <laughs> hears, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, now Steve pisses over his 30 years of Buddhism if, with some really weird dogmatic thing. I can't use Buddhism to find the Buddha. But Steve will just fucking totally distort the whole message. It's not to Steve. I'm not talking to anybody here. I'm talking to what you are. That's all that... See, if I talk to you about what you are, it goes nowhere. I've seen thousands of these meetings. It goes nowhere. I talked about I talk about you to what you are, not you about what you are, but what you are, and I tell it about you, and he goes, hey, I'm not that. <laughs> and that's that. The message is beautiful. All the messages in the whole world are beautiful. They're getting claimed, and they get misdirected. So you hear the message, you're a lion, and you are but you hear it as a sheep. And now you try to become like a lion as a sheep, all the while being a lion. That's the hilarity of it. And you're not gonna correct it by constantly trying to become a lion, <laughs> as a lion. 
All the becoming a lion will be reinforcing the idea you're not a lion. Because what fucking lion would spend any time trying to become a lion? Yeah? So, of course, its whole emphasis is, I can't be a lion if I'm looking for a lion. I can't be the Buddha if I'm looking for the Buddha. Yeah? So you see, all right, I'm not that which is looking. I am. It's all clear. I'm the Buddha. Yeah? Looking for the Buddha. That fucking makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. So instead of trying to look for it, find it, understand it, experience it, you're being it right now. And all your concepts of how you think it should look if you're being it, fucking don't have any freaking water. This is exactly how it looks for you and I to be the Buddha right now. Yes. <laughs> And then you try to starve questioners, because if you stop answering their questions, maybe they'll realize they have the answer. Yeah? Maybe yeah. Maybe not. Hmm? Then again, maybe not. No, then again, maybe not. <laughs> and it always saves me time, basically. Yeah? So you see, if you see the movement of the mental state, I don't know what it will do for you, but at least you relied on the one quality that's untouched by it all, which is seeing, yeah? Not trying to understand, not reading, not this, but just basically seeing what's happening, yeah? While it seems you're living, just see what's going on. And my hope in that is if you see it, you'll realize at that point you're not looking from it and you can see its nature, which is an activity. It's basically something being and being entertained by reality. That's basically it. So like Ramana says, the thief and the policeman sort of are the same thing, exactly. So you find the thief and you realize it's you. Yeah. And then maybe acceptance floods in and you come to a you come to peace with how you've never been at peace with any fucking thing here since I've been six years old. You're now at peace. Yeah? There's a content and satisfaction. You're not trying to get out of what you can't be in. Yeah? And you've realized, hey, this is the way it's going. Yeah? And as an AA, we say, you learn how to fit yourself around circumstances instead of trying to fit them around you, which is the stubbornness of the mental state. Yeah? So now you flow. And then, to me, I don't think you do acceptance. I, I believe you express acceptance. So acceptance becomes possible because things have changed and now acceptance floods in mostly about this really and this the urban renewal project called Paul gets canceled and now you know you see what you get and then the interest attention gets freed from that fucking slavery and it starts enriching you instead of enslaving you in the same day it's the same energy faith is of energy faith is mind yeah? And it's going to manifest here by the vehicle it's put in. And we've had tons of experience of what faith in the mental state produces, which is tons of fucking anxieties and tons of problems based on what's not happening. What's not happening cannot produce an effect. We can by believing it. That's it. Yeah? To me... It was a clear diagnosis. It's like being in a spiritual shoe store 
the person provided the shoe, I put my foot in, it fit, and I've just been wearing it ever since. And I've needed no other shoe after that, which is a damn good shoe. <laughs> it cuts out all need for, you know, unless you like shoes. But <laughs> cut out all need for shoes. It really has. I mean, a last answer to time is a great fucking answer. A last answer to this topic is a great answer to me. It, it takes the need for any other answers away. And I'm not looking for a turbocharged, radical non-duality, you know. I don't want to mix it with other things. Just, it's a fact. There's not to, basically. This isn't happening. This is dreaming. It is happening. It's dreaming, yeah. You and I are the only real thing, just a no thing, really. So, yep. It's funny, you know, if you were content and satisfied, you probably wouldn't put one thought in enlightenment or awakening. You would care less. Because you think they're going to bring you what you already have, which is contentment and satisfaction pretty much most of the time, and at peace with a lot of things that you used to be at war with, yeah? Really, you would imagine, you would see what would happen with this whole drive, yeah? If contentment and ease and comfort were the new basis instead of irritable, restless, and discontent, yeah? Not too many ships would be launched out of your harbor anymore. <laughs> it just wouldn't, you know? <laughs> It's just hopefully you'll travel lighter. That's the whole point of it. Yeah, not, there's no big promise. But could you imagine if somebody or something yourself could allow you, not changing the geography of your action figure life, but that you would travel lighter over what's ever in store for you. After years of it, you would say, what more do you want? You know, you'd, you'd be quite grateful and you know, content with that, yeah. Any more questions? Some ending, I think. In my story, I've seen powers over most things. Not just the, you know, the priest stuff, but in my story, I've seen powerless <coughs> over my football club, my kids, <laughs> you know, most situations in the story. Yeah. But it doesn't really matter, does it? Because that's just part of the story. Yes. Hey, I love the Yankees. I've seen them twice. They're winning. I've seen them in every stadium twice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my dad used to live in the drugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're good, yeah. Well, that happens. All, all of it happens. You never get chipped, really. You never get chipped. You have all the spectrum, tons of different feelings. Cool. And instead of wanting to get out of everything, you just realize you're not in it. And so things get. Things. There's like no doorman, you know? Things mm -hmm. come in, they go, come in and go, stuff happens. And it basically, when it's all said and done, nothing's occurred, really. You're still, what's the, you're the only reality, still. Yeah, nothing has dented you or affected you, what, of what you are. Nothing has left a, a tattoo on you, yeah. You're it's empty false. and pristine it's and beautiful. It's not real, is it? It's a story, exactly. It's conditioning. Well, I feel it's my conditioning. Yeah, but that's changing just yeah. by coming to these last yeah, few days, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Just watch what happens and then have gratitude and 
acknowledge that you're traveling later. It will be get more traveling later. That's what it does. Yeah. Yeah, it feels a bit like that. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, football. I'm yeah. a football fan. <laughs> still get affected. I'm not ready to go up with that. Is that something? You... Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, I'm, I'm but it's not you getting affected. <clears throat> See, that's the language. It sounds like it's you getting affected. There's an effect happening, mm -hmm. and then there's a claiming of the effect to imply it's you having the effect. Yeah. See, that which comes after is said to be before. It's a magic trick. Mm -hmm. See. See, this is, I'm going to share this one thing, because it was a beautiful example in L L L.A. So a guy who had been hearing me for a while came to me and he says, all right, Paul, instead of calling it selfing, let's call it Pauling, okay? So he says, how much is Pauling, how much is Paul Pauling a day? Is it 80% of the day, 50% of the day, 20% of the day? Can you give me an estimate of how much Paul is Pauling? And I said, you're missing it, because... There, see, there's Pauling, and that gives the sense of Paul. Paul is not Pauling. There's Pauling, and then there's a believing in that, and that is what produces the sense of Paul. You had the horse in the cart off, yeah? Paul doesn't come before and is doing everything. There's everything doing, and then there's this, the assumption Paul. It takes what's happening to imply it's happening to you. Basically, that's what it does. It couldn't get to a you without what's happening because there, there's no way. It's getting a reflection. It's stealing light, so to speak. It's like the moon masquerading as the sun. Yeah? That's exactly what's happening. So the selfing is going on. Yes? What we are is listening to it. It listens to it in a keen way, which is part of the ride, and therefore a sense of being what's being implied, the doer, the thinker, the haver, the seer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher, and therefore all this animation that's coming through this, it applies it as this. All right, I'm the one who's seeing, I'm the one who's conscious, I'm the one who's hearing, I'm the one who's feeling, I'm the one who's tasting, I'm the one who's touching, I'm all this, yeah? It steals it, it robs it in a way, yeah? Right on, right, pure daylight, yeah? So, it claims to be the one, or to be the priorness, and therefore the priorness, in some weird experiences as us, now becomes a goal the spiritual self wants to arrive at. I want to get to the void, <laughs> as if it's up like on, on Mulberry Street, you know what I mean? The void. And so, or the truth, like there's a thing called the truth I could arrive at. And so now, it starts looking for what's prior, but after. And all the while, it is what's looking. Yeah, the prior is what's looking, looking for itself. So a great master like Hawaiian Poe says, not knowing you're not Steve or Mary, says, says to, through Steve, hey, Buddha, you can't use yourself to find yourself. And the Buddha, being Buddha, gets it. And you get it. What happens is, the mental state will arise and claim it and say, I got it, and then you'll lose it tonight when you start thinking about it. <laughs> That's what it does. It's just a robbery and a robbery and a robbery. And we're not noticing it, so we don't, 
So then we start noticing everything else, but we don't notice the fucking, the robbery. So this is what I thought was missing in satsang when I went. I didn't think it was emphasized enough, not knowing anything. And then I started reading Ramana, and I would see that it would be in some of his, the people who write about his teachings, and it would be always presented as the problem or the greatest mystery, so it gave some relevance to it. And he talked about this presupposing a non-existent thing, or the, the, the biggest joke of all is that reality is attempting to attain reality. Yeah. <laughs> so these things would be said. Oh, Wang Po saying the same thing. St. Francis, you know, what's looking is what you're looking for. They're all basically pointing out that the seeker is the sort. Yeah, it's an open secret, meaning how could it be a secret if it's open? Uh -huh. Obviously, it's a gateless gate. How can there be a gate to heaven if it's gateless? So there's basically no toll booth or nothing, you, or you, need, you don't need to go anywhere. You are that which you're seeking for. Yeah, exactly. So what would motivate that seeking for itself must be an identification of something else. I don't see what else could do it. Yeah. And this is the vehicle for that charade. So now you, as what you are, is looking for what you are as a concept or an object or a thing called emptiness or nirvana and stuff. And that seeking will go on and on and on and on because this is meant not to find, you can't find. So what it does to seeking implies the seeker, and now, and yet the seeker is the sought, but not through seeking. Mm -hmm. So you get weaned off of seeking, and then the seeker is the sought. Yeah? It's that. It's a little switcheroo. It's a different logic. You get the feel of it, man. It's a flavor. You'll taste it. And because it's contrary to the mental logic completely. Like, we have it in AA, you have it by giving it away. What Coke dealer has ever practiced that? <laughs> you never have. But in life, in AA, we have it by giving it away. And there's a statement in AA that I disagree with, which is you have to have it to give it away. I believe if you're willing to give it away, you have it, basically. If you're willing to give it away, you have it. So, this is not how the mental logic is. And that's, thank God. So it's a different sort of, uh, it's like finding another aspect of mind that could be a GPS, just like the mental state is, but with a lot less fucking talking. And also, <laughs> I mean, the clarity of it is brilliant and it's seamless. Yeah. And then you start seeing coincidences. Everyone who goes into AA, Usually, they start having a lot of coincidences and vignettes and things. It's just like that power is, is appearing anonymously in your life, you know? But it's, you know, I see it amazing to me. Yeah. What happened the other day with that? I don't know. All right, well, any, any other questions? Can I ask you, what is real? What is real? Absolutely nothing I can see, hear, feel, taste, and touch. How about that? I can't say what is real, but I can say what's not real. Hmm? I can be what's real, but I can't say what's real. 
but I get an intimation of what I am by seeing what I'm not. That's how it works with me. I wish I could explain it better because it's an intimation. It's almost like getting a glimpse in a mirror or somehow, because you can't actually see what you are, but you get an intimation of what you are by seeing what you're not. Yeah, by seeing what you're not, there's a certain sense that, oh, but like a tingling, I, that's what I am. Yeah, the seeing of what I'm not. See, it's a, just a correction, that's all. I mean, many of us have been looking very, very fervently, and, and maybe many of us haven't, but the, the looking is misdirected. It's, we're starting from a false square zero, that's all. And it's just it's correction in a way. And when the correction is made, it was never needed to be made because nothing ever really happened. Nothing has really changed what's going on. Reality is reality. It's never become unreality. And it's never going to have to work to become reality again, as if it lost it. It's just, it seems to be true. It's appearing like dreaming. Yeah. Stunned now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm shooting for. We're being the human stunned. rather than human beings. We're being human rather than human beings. I don't know. We're being tons of shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But if you have alcoholism and you've gone to meetings and you're in AA, that may be, you'll see the sign. Of God helped him on tears. I'm doing the chair. I'm doing the chair. God helped him after this. You know? But this is a cedar sign. This is a cedar sign and it's not about you. You'll be put to use. If this was if I thought about coming to these meetings, I'd never come here. I would never come to London. I mean who wants to take a ten hour flight? I don't. Yeah. Especially here. Or wherever, but it's beautiful. But I mean, if your life is dictated by thought, you're probably not doing that much. Or if you are doing it, I don't know. But to me, you can, there's a different starting point in activity, which is pause. You can, you can start from there. And it's before thought, obviously. And uh, I mean, if you, if there was a genie in this a new version of the genie in the bottle, and they presented, you can have three pauses in one's life. You could change your whole life if you had three pauses before you fucking walked in front of that car and got run over. <laughs> pause, like that. That pause is us, really, in life. I, we are that pause. We call it a pause as if it's some place we, like a shit we stepped into in AA somewhere. But it's us. That's what we are. We're that which is before all things. Yeah. Yeah. Why not, if you have direction from there, it's sound. And AA will give you principles to keep you on, like, God rails, G-O-D rails, that will keep you on the road. Because you have the tendency to veer off, so do I. If I'm left to my own devices, I'm fucked up there. Really, I get arrested. At the end, I was getting arrested every week. I've been run over twice in one night by a car, which is very difficult to do if you plan it. <laughs> twice in one fucking night by the same car. <laughs> And all I wanted was to have fun. Yeah. I mean, shit. You've got to watch out how powerful you are. Because if that power is misdirected, you could have some really dire consequences. And this was misdirected and fucked. 
shit happened. I mean, I was in the hospital bed for 10 months. Very lonely world, three by seven feet. Very, very lonely. Talk about feeling terminally unique. <laughs> no one was laying in the bed with you and no one seemed to be going through what you were going through. It's very convincing, but it was fucking, you know, when you, you hit a point where you take, you can't take anymore, but it just keeps piling on. Mm -hmm. That's what it was like for months. I just could not take anymore, but more happened just over and over until you get broken somehow. You know, something has to snap. So, yeah, you got to realize you do not need, you don't want that, you're, that power that you are being directed by that mental state. It's going to fucking burn a wicked path. You say that, you know, talk about God rails and stuff. Do you personally believe in God? No. I am personally. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you say this thing about, you know, you will be used, you will be become of service, um, and the higher power and all that. I wonder if you your, your interpretation of that God? Or... Well, for me, they just, they trigger a sense feltness. So I like, to me, higher power is sort of like the Holy Spirit in the course. It just, I feel like a wind of direction and stuff. And here, I'm just trying to trigger sense feltness, you know. I mean, what I say usually produces a huge sense feltness. Some of these statements like, what's looking is what you're looking for. It really resonates with me, and I don't care. I use language for images, so I'm not having an image of anything. It's just the image. I would say everything's having that image, not an image of everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like writing a poem. Like in Sufism, they call it the beloved, yeah, like Rumi. So in AA, we call it the higher power, or in the Course of Miracles, we call it the Holy Spirit, yeah. That's how it's just, it gives me a flavor of it. Yeah. Mm. Or I just sit here, yeah. but I don't believe in any of it. I don't know what's going on. I don't, don't have a clue, but I know what's not going on. That I can see, I don't believe there's any non-duality teachers. I believe that duality teaches. You teach duality, and you find out about non-duality. You don't teach non-duality. It's impossible. You teach duality. You teach about what you're not. Yeah? And in so, when what it is, what you are hears it, it may go, hey, I'm not that, and there's the hit of what you are. Is you get the reflection of what you are by seeing the false reflection, so to speak. And your reflection is empty. There's nothing there. Yeah? Yeah. Yet everything. Yeah. I don't know. It works for me. That's the flavor. So I love negation because it's clean. Yeah. I don't like affirmation. It doesn't work because of what's hearing it. Yeah. I mean, how, why could it, why, if you, if what you are was described to you as best you could, why is it difficult to get? Something must be involved. Something must be playing a role of static or obscuring, yeah? I mean, if you are that, and you hear a description of, oh, you know, you're a spec, all this, 
it would be easy, you know, if you are that, it would go, oh, yeah. But there's an activity, the act of being identified as something that you're else that's claiming to hear it. That's what's neutering the messages. So don't talk about what is, just describe what's not. That's where the value lies, because you already are that, yeah? So by seeing what you're not, you'll get a sense of, you'll get a sense of the, what you've been reading about. You'll get a sense of peace, and you'll understand the word serenity, and all this stuff will start becoming intimate to you. Not to you, but as this, yeah? Mm -hmm. But by seeing what you're not, not by fucking studying about the truth and like that, I, that doesn't go anywhere, has it? Has it truly gone anywhere? It hasn't gone anywhere because it's misdirected. Go and see what you're not and you'll find out what you are. You cannot know what you are. You are the knowing. How could you know the knowing? Just a simple correction. You'll feel the horses in front of the cart and then on your way. Yeah, and if your way has AA in it, you'll travel lighter through AA. If your way takes you somewhere else, whatever seat assignment you got, yeah, it'll be the perfect invitation for what's happening for you. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah. It's my last night in London. No, I'll be here, but not, I'm not giving anyone my information. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you.